Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 49 of Freeboot Already Underway. We're almost at 50. We're really close to 50. I am one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron Hahn. Hello. And David Becker. Hello, hello. <sighs> Guys, we got a great show for you this week. We're going to be talking about Gross Point Blank, chalk it up as a win for Jacob. <laughs> you all were saying, oh, oh. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll, oh. we'll get to it. <laughs> We're also going to talk about uh, the circle, but first, guys, this week, Fox Fox decided to take a swing. Like, hey guys, we we know you didn't like X Men Apocalypse. It's pretty it's pretty bad. Like it's enjoyable, but it's bad. So, here are the next three movies we're going to be doing. Three in one year. I know we're becoming the next Marvel. <laughs> Just legit, you guys wait. But, uh, so they announced uh, New Mutants, a film that we all mm-hmm. kind of assumed was happening. They, they've been talking about it, Josh Boone. It's been development for, like, a yeah. couple of years at this point. Uh, directed by Josh Boone, guy who did uh, Fault in Our Stars. Uh, uh, oh, a name that we use on this podcast every week, almost. Um, and then we've got Deadpool 2 uh, in June. And then we have <sighs> X-Men Dark Phoenix in, I believe it was... October? November, I think. November? Okay. I think so. I don't know. <clears throat> don't go at me. I think it was October, but I, who knows? It doesn't matter. It's gonna be well, now we have to settle this. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll look it up. Um, and so I was looking at it, and I'm like, eh, like, Deadpool, I think, is going to be good no matter what. But, you know, New Mutants, I'm kind of on the fence about. Dark Phoenix, I'm not excited about it at all. And it's mostly because the greatest superhero movie that will ever exist is already coming out in 2018. We don't have room for these movies. When you have a movie like Ant-Man and the Wasp coming out, what else can you do? Like, like you can't improve upon that, but X-Men's gonna try. <laughs> so, guys, I wanted to talk about just the X-Men, uh, the franchise as a whole, and honestly, do you think there's a place for X-Men? It, like, an X-Men cinematic universe alongside all these other ones? I want to I want to start out by saying, it is being released in November. Just uh, thank you so much. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> just 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 want to point out that once again I am right. Yeah. And Jacob is wrong. Yeah. Huzzah! Huzzah! Chalk that one huzzah. up to the internet. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so, right. going back to Jacob's original question. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think there is a place. For uh, Fox to have the X Men, because I mean, why not? Like, you could say, are you saying that the movie, that the movie Mark is oversaturated with superhero movies? That's. Funny. I mean, I think there is enough. I personally am not the biggest X Men fan. Like, I've always been a DC guy, even though it hurts my heart the way things been going recently. <laughs> yeah. Still a DC guy. So. I, I can appreciate some of the X Men movies. Even I've seen them all, mm-hmm. but um, I think I think they have a place because there's always going to be a fan base for them. Because th- there are, I know there are diehard X Men fans out there. Like I am, um, like a, more of a diehard DC fan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and you're allowed to like 
DC movies and you're allowed to like Marvel movies and you're allowed to like X-Men movies and like I like all three. So I'm not going to pick and choose. It's not like they're fighting unless it's DC, like Marvel, Ultimate Alliance, and they're just going to go at each other. And I'd be into that. Yeah, I mean, I do think there's is this weird idea that people like seem to think these comic book movies are all in competition with another. Which I mean, I get like from a business standpoint, obviously they're targeting the same audience. Mm-hmm. But like from our our perspective, we can just see them at all and enjoy them all. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's like an oversaturation. That's the problem. Enjoy them all. Well, that, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, a fun fact, guys. Now I have to I keep on scrolling. throwing Suicide Squads at us right. and all that. Mm-hmm. I was scrolling through Netflix, and the category Goofy Movies came up. Guess what movie was there? I don't know. Fantastic Four. is considered a goofy movie by the old one. The old one. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, old it is. Fantastic <laughs> Four. The old boy. Um, no, <laughs> it's not that I don't think that they can exist alongside it. I... I it's not that I don't think they should exist. I think that this three movies in one year is like almost a sign of desperation for their X-Men franchise. They're like, Deadpool's going to make money. We know Deadpool's going to make money, so we're going to throw Deadpool. But also, uh, well, we have another X-Men movie coming out. Let's make it Dark Phoenix. Like, you know what? Let's just rush that. But like, but like why would they be desperate if like they're... Most Logan of their just, past releases have been huge successes. I mean, Logan and yeah. Deadpool were, you know, absolute you, successes critically and commercially. But you got to think it's been a popular ar- the outlier. And you could argue that what um, a lot of the X Men movies may not be critically acclaimed, but they are. They commercially they were successes well, as well. Or no? Yeah, I mean stuff like they, Last they all Stand they all still made, made money. So, I mean, they're not, I wouldn't say they're desperate either. I would say that, like, we're still, I mean, we're still making money. And now I would say three movies in one year may be like, okay, we don't, I think it's kind of like, we don't know what we want to do. We, as you say, oh, okay, Deadpool's going to make money. We know people like Deadpool. But maybe they're just trying to, like, you know, you throw out the net, you bring in a couple fish at one side of the boat. Throw it over the other side of the boat. Throw out the net. You bring in all the fish. So there's maybe maybe they're just kind of like laying their nets around. And maybe if one of these movies is a complete hit, the others are a disaster. Guess what? They're gonna hedging like, their rally, and they're gonna yeah. You say hedging their eggs? Hedging their bets. Ah, yes, hedging <laughs> Not their, their eggs. I, I thought you were gonna go with the. I thought you were gonna go with the like putting all eggs in one basket like that. Oh, one, but I was like. Just, yeah, just kind of mix those those metaphors, though. Uh, no, oh, yeah. it's not... So, I mean, when you look at... I mean, you said that Logan and Deadpool made a lot of money. Well, Logan's done. And Logan's Wolverine. Everyone knows Wolverine. Who out there is like, you know what? I really want to see a Phoenix movie. I know who Phoenix is as a normal moviegoer. Like, no one. I personally don't. <laughs> right, but I like, think... we're in that culture. Like, the people who aren't... I think you're like... underestimating how many people are aware of the Dark Phoenix storyline and, like, just how big the X-Men used to be, even if they're not that big anymore. Uh, all right. I'm just... I, I think it's a dangerous Maybe we thing. should... Maybe we should start a poll. Start how a many poll? people are... <laughs> yeah, we'll start X-Men a poll on fans. our Twitter, everyone. <laughs> go, go there. 
Uh, hey, maybe, yeah. Let's let's start a poll with our reboot already underway. Yeah, on Twitter. We'll do it on Thursday. Let's do it. We're going to set it up. <laughs> Thursday. If I remember. What, what, wait, what's the poll? How, are you aware of Phoenix, <laughs> of the character Phoenix? Or we'll figure it out. What? <laughs> we'll figure out the poll. But, <laughs> but polls will, will be happening from now on. <laughs> polls, yeah. Because David, well, we'll save that for our season two announcement podcast, I suppose. Um, but... Looking at it this way, we have, I already forgot my point, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, David, don't, I mean, don't do that to me, buddy. <laughs> so I, I, I am, I'm really excited for Deadpool 2, of course. I'm really excited for New Mutants. Dark Phoenix, I'm a little mixed on. Because mm-hmm. like on the one hand, I agree that it is one of the better stories from the comics and the first attempt to adapt it completely botched it so it's worthy of redoing and especially if they uh, make it more like they, they they go into space where much of the story was originally set because I believe they said they wanted the future X-Men movies to explore more of like the cosmic the cosmic element of the franchise so, I mean, that could be cool. That could differentiate it. But at the same time, I think 2018 is rushing it a little. Like, I felt the same one way when they announced Apocalypse in 2016 to come out right after Days of Future Past in 2014. It's like, I mean, it is only two years, but at the same time, it felt really rushed. And, you know, given the end result, it showed that it was very rushed. And... That, yeah, that's the first thing I thought when I saw that Dark Phoenix was coming out. I'm like, this is a very DC move. This is Marvel. Marvel's Marvel's doing all this big stuff. We got Infinity War next year. How are we going to top that? Dark Phoenix. You know what? You know what? Dark Phoenix. There you go. Like, it just seems like you haven't been setting this up. You have one scene in Apocalypse that's kind of like, oh, she's the Phoenix in one scene. Oh, cool. But now, all of a sudden, we're getting right into Dark Phoenix? It seems a bit weird. Even though, for some godforsaken reason, they're continuing to do the every 10 years thing. And this is going to be a movie set in the 90s. No one's going to look old enough. Why are you doing this? (laughs) I do wonder who they're going to get back, though. Because, like, the contracts are up for Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy and Jennifer Lawrence, right? Well, here's the thing. So, like, have they they settled that now? If they're announcing the movie already? Or are they just kind of, like... You think Jennifer Lawrence is going to get on again? Jennifer Lawrence is probably done. But like Jennifer Lawrence is the... And this is not because she's Jennifer Lawrence, because of the, the idea of the character. She's the easiest person to replace in that cast. Oh, Just oh yeah. Just be like, oh, I'm a different... I, I look different now. Oh, cool. And then I've heard rumors and, that... And I really hope, on. really hope they make some awkward like way of acknowledging it, just so I can laugh at it. Be like, <laughs> be like you look different. She'd be like, yeah, I changed my hair. So I'm like really stupid. Like just to like acknowledge that we don't have the same actor. Cause that would make me happy, even though it would be an awful choice for them. But I, I hope it happens. Yeah. And here's the thing. Michael Fassbender's not ever coming back either. You know how much money that guy's making now? He's like, huh, yeah, X-Men. No, I'm good. I, I think I'm going to just <laughs> I mean, stay here. Wait, I mean, what, what it, money? The, that, that Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed movie? <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fair. <laughs> 
I was mostly thinking about the past three X-Men movies and then all the things he's got lined up after that. But yeah, yeah, Assassin's Creed is where he's making all of his money. (laughs) So I guess, yeah, I mean, you don't really need Magneto anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you can give him a rest. He's been in all of them pretty much outside the the Wolverine ones. They set up the Quicksilver. They set up that Quicksilver. Don't so don't remind me of how poorly that was handled. <laughs> Are you gonna tell Magneto he's your father? No, I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna you know, let him be Twist for a while. Wait, wait till the sequel. And then he's just like, "How does Storm know? Was it Storm who came up to him and like asked it him that? Storm. It was like yeah, someone. It was, Storm. it was like Storm. It's like when did you learn that fact, Storm? She, she said. Uh, she said that uh, Mystique told her. Yeah, of, of course. Just she, giving out, she heard it over just the way. going waves. around telling everyone. <laughs> it, it's like, yeah, he, she's just going around telling everyone, expecting Eric not to hear. <laughs> like, no, 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 don't tell him, though. Everyone can know by him. No, all right, so, <laughs> fine. You guys have defended Dark Phoenix somehow. <laughs> have in have some we? Way. You've defended Fox's attempts to make a Dark Phoenix. I, I, yeah, I think it's a good decision for an X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. It it you know opens up a whole new gateway of cosmic adventures that they can go on and all that, but at the same time I feel like they should push it back like a year or two. Like, don't do three releases in one year. Make sure you're gonna get this movie right, especially after Apocalypse. You don't want to lose your audience right. again after <clears throat> all that, all the work you had to put in to win back their goodwill after X three and Origins. Yeah. Um. I was just going to mention, because Aaron was talking about all the goodwill that they had to have with the fans to bring back. And because you talked about, oh, what can then top Infinity War? What about um, all the Marvel? Fox has proven that they have the chops, With, in my opinion, with Logan. Logan was the best X-Men film. Hands down. Agreed. And I, I've gone to say that I think is my new favorite superhero movie. And I'd add to it still stands there right now. So uh, so I so Fox does have the chops in order to put a great superhero movie and to have that large scale to have that big rated R film. So I think we should give Fox a chance. Well, that leads me to New Mutants. How have we not heard anything about this movie? Yet? No, why? Why? Because it's new. It's brand new. No, um, so they've announced recently uh, a couple more Deadpool cast members. Uh, you got uh, Josh Brolin, Josh Brolin thank cast you. his cable finally cable. after all their searching or whatever. I think Russell Crowe yeah, better still, but that's just me. Who, who is Cable the antagonist? No, no, no. Cable or... is the time yeah, traveling no... X Men. Yeah, they usually just team up. Have like a whole buddy cop kind of dynamic going. Deadpool Cable. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who Cable is. I'm just gonna. He has an extremely convoluted comic book origin where he's like the son of Cyclops and Jean Grey, but he's like kidnapped and like sent to the future and you know raised in like this dystopian world and all this nonsense. I'm sure Deadpool Two will mock it plenty. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but that leads me to how have we not heard any casting for New Mutants, a film that comes out two months before it? 
Like, we've not heard anything. We're like, we're making it, guys. I hear that they're just going to take the whole entire cast of Stranger Things. And they're just going to... Season one, and they're all just going to, like, throw them in. But, okay, you're a mutant. You're a mutant. You're a mutant. You're, you are now a mutant, kid. I don't know anything about Stranger Things. So I don't I either. So I can't really speak on that. That's just one of those things, looking at how this movie is coming out, like, in a year? And, like, still nothing? It's like, okay. Are we going to hear anything about this movie beforehand? I mean, we don't have to, but it just seems weird for this current culture we're living in. Getting kind of kind of flashbacks to Fantastic Four yeah. when it took them until, like, two months out to, like, reveal anything. Yeah. Definitely shades of Fantastic Four. <laughs> right down to giving a director who has never done anything on this big of a scale. <laughs> I mean, that's Something not, like, a rare occurrence in Hollywood. No. In this day and age. It does seem like an odd choice, though. Josh Boone. I mean, like, good for him. I think they're also... going for that whole just, like, being able to handle, like, the teens, like, the, the whole teenage drama aspect that you see muted, in The Fall in Our Stars. New director. <laughs> David is like, I'm fired. I mean, it, I, I feel like it's kind of like the same kind of idea that got Mark Webb cast or, you know, chosen for the Amazing Spider-Man films mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, he can handle the quirky romance aspect. Not so much the coherent storytelling aspect, yeah. but. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll uh, see. We'll, we'll see. see about that. This is the thing. We can't talk about New Mutants that much. We know nothing about this movie. <laughs> like, I mean, we have like, yeah, I mean, we have like rumors, like rumors yeah. that Maisie Williams and Anya Taylor-Joy are cast and that James McAvoy might be in it or might not. And I think they revealed like who the, the, the makeup of the team will be, like which comic book characters will be in it. Okay. But... I don't know. I'm not no very one, no familiar with the <laughs> the new mutants mutants. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. That's let's move on from that. Hard. Deadpool two. I think we can all agree. It's gonna it's gonna be pretty great. I hope they go more absurd, more fourth wall breaking, mm-hmm. more meta references, less boring origin story. Yeah. Well, they've definitely proven that they can do that, right? Like, this, like Deadpool was the testing grounds. They're like, can we do this kind of thing? Can we just break the fourth wall so... So... Word I'm looking for. Ca- cavalierous, cavalieriously. That's the word now. I made it up. Yeah. Well, I like it, don't you? Yeah. Um, but they've proven that they can do stuff like that. So now Fox is probably just going to be like, all right, go for it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm very excited for Deadpool. Me too. Um, Josh Brolin was a good choice. <laughs> yeah, like I said, still wish it was Russell Crowe, but uh, I'll take Josh Brolin. Guess we'll have to figure out. Now, you think that would be the end. But Gambit, guys. You were promised that Gambit movie. We were promised a Gambit movie in 2015. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> they keep saying it's, like, it's coming. <laughs> I don't. I, I can't figure out if they understand that no one wants this movie, mm-hmm. or if they're just still trying to get it made and it's just like in development hell at this point. I don't know. 
<laughs> you really don't know. Like, I remember when they were taking pictures, um, at, I think it was, like, Comic-Con 2015, they are taking pictures with, like, the new Marvel family, or the new Fox Marvel family, it was all the X-Men, the young X-Men, and then it was uh, the Fantastic Four, and then Channing Tatum was in there, and it's like, Channing Tatum, they're never going to make your movie, bro! They're never going to make it! They're not going to do it! <laughs> like, I'm sorry! Channing Tatum is too busy doing... What is he doing? Strip teases. Strip teases. X, 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 X. He kind of got replaced by, uh, by John Cena. Am I wrong? Am I wrong about that? I haven't seen any of these movies, so... I don't know. Not much to say about Gambit because, again, they won't say anything about it. They're like, it's coming And again, no one wants it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd still watch it. Oh, of course I would. Because, you know, I mm. watched every single superhero film, even Fantastic Four. But that was fun, man. It was fun. It was fun. You got anything else to say about this? I'm going to see them all. Mm-hmm. But I will don't have a lot of faith in Dark Phoenix. The other two, excited for. He was in uh, Hail Caesar. Who was in Hail Caesar? Oh, Channing Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. We have cameras in place all over the world right now. What are the movies, Jacob? <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore, man. <laughs> I don't want to do these upcoming movies. I hate them. <laughs> well, one of them I'm kind of excited for, but... I swear to God. <laughs> I know David hates it when I prejudge these movies, but... I just hey, can't hey, do hey, it anymore, If you man. prejudge the movie that I think you did, I'm gonna... If, nah, I can't say it. If I did what? You prejudge the movie that I think you did. If you're if you're excited about the awful movie that I know it's gonna be, no. Just, just start talking. All right, just so start let's talking. talk about the Circle, a movie that from the very first preview I was like, nope, I'm out. I don't want it. He's watching. <laughs> that That's song like awkward. Is so, why do they keep That's playing so... it? It's in every trailer. <laughs> I don't understand why you hate this movie so much. It looks so dumb, Aaron. You got, you got, you got your Tom Hanks. This is going to John. be flaming. You got your, you got your, uh, yeah. yeah. You got your John Boyega. You got your, Pat your Oswald. Emma Watson. You got your Pat great soundtrack. Still Pat Oswalt. What? Pat Oswalt. Is Pat Oswalt in this? Oh yeah, man. Oh dude, you got, you got Pat Oswalt. Pat Oswalt in this movie, man. No, so here's the thing. It looks very... Young adult. Like, it's a very young adult fiction. Like, oh. It looks very, very, like, young adult, but young adult written by someone who's, like, out of touch. Yeah. Like like an adult who's really out of touch with youth. So they're like, oh, here's all this fancy thing technology can do or whatever. And it's like, yeah, we all know this already. But I hope I hope the whole premise of this movie is just to prove 
that um everything you like like you know how your parents are always like oh like be careful on the internet like everything you put on there could be like used against um, you used like used against you I, and i hope just like her her mom comes out at the very end and it's like i told you like, i told you like you shouldn't post on the internet that, and just like i'd rather have unfriended too though if that <laughs> i would okay. definitely i, I want my unfriended, unfriended too <laughs> it's gonna happen i mean come on it made so much money um but there was one line in this trailer that automatically i was like no i'll see it for why movie wednesday but i am not looking forward to it anymore and it was the line <laughs> where i think it might be her brother or her boyfriend they're in the circle. He's like, look, everything's filtered through this. Does this seem normal to you? And I'm like, oh my god, shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut I up. Thought, I thought you were going to go with the line where like they cut it weird in the trailer. That one too. So like he didn't. That one too. He, he said something like, we have camera all over the world we, or we something. Because they like cut off the S or something. We have camera in place all over the world. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh god, Tom, No. <laughs> Like, you can just barely hear the start of the S, but they don't actually have it all the way. That's good. Very good. David, are you excited for this one? Mm, not not at all. I mean, it doesn't really appeal to me. So, yeah, just plain and simple, no, I'm not excited for it. All right, well, let's talk about the only one that I find exciting. Slate. Um, it looks very much like Chronicle meets, and Aaron, you'll hate me for saying this, <laughs> it looks very much like Chronicle meets Now You See Me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, it's that, uh, it's that kind of grungy kind of feel like Chronicle has, but, um, put in with like someone who has real magical abilities so i'm like does he have real magical abilities i think so. I, i'm confused over whether he has like he's just using fancy street magic or if he has real magic i, I only saw has, like a tv spot for I this he has real magic i'll look it up but i don't know this is one that i'm so why is he I'm called slate then because slate is slate of hand and that's not real magic no oh my david, gosh david slate is when you combine three cards to do a special move Oh, okay. Kingdom Hearts 1.5 yeah. reference. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, a young street magician is left to care for his little sister after their parents' passing and turns to illegal activities to keep winning. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, maybe he doesn't have real magical abilities. I mean, that makes sense because the movie's name is Slate. I had heard he had real magical abilities. So, you know what? Maybe that's the twist. Maybe he gains magical abilities in it. So, like, that crappy Disney Channel original movie? What? What? Wait, what? Wait, which one? There's one when this guy's, like, a magician or something, and then he, likes, but he's, like, not a good one, and then he, like, becomes, like, he has power, so then... Have you not seen it? I don't know. Is what this I the know. Sorcerer's Apprentice? No. The Sorcerer's Apprentice with Nick Cage? No, I wish. Is Nick that, Cage that, that, and Dave Ruchel? Great piece of cinema right there. Um, no, because I remember I, I remember the guy, the kid was talking, and like, this is one scene I remember from the movie. He's like, I first realized I had my powers when I saw these shoes in the window. And I thought, man, I just wanted these shoes. I kept That's thinking holes. that I wanted them. I want, You're talking about huh? holes. 
He's no, it's magical not holes. abilities and holes. <laughs> it's not holes. No, the whole movie holes is based on this kid wanting shoes, right? Am I True. wrong? Yeah, no. True. But 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 the kid doesn't. But the kid doesn't steal the shoes. He figures out he has powers because he went because like they just appeared in his hands. Mm. Holes, guys. Um, I want to be clear though. And Brian Benson on Flickster told me that magic is evil and it's against Jesus Christ, so don't support it. So don't see this movie. Oh, well, it's not real magic. So. Settled then. But it's, it's that, what, like, yeah. It's what if it's street slave. magic though? Does street magic still count? I don't, know. Uh. I don't know. I can't keep track anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, how about how to be a Latin lover? Why? The fact that some fact that someone thought this was a good idea and paid millions of dollars to make this movie. It's disgusting. <laughs> I, I want this to be my bad movie of the week. It's not even out yet, but this is what I want. Just just talk about it anymore. Cody Geyer says on Flickster, hilarious, almost, almost friendly family comedy. Almost friendly family. Almost? Family friendly. Reminiscent of early Adam Sandler films. Well, we all know how I feel about that. We got Salma Hayek, Rob Lowe, Kirsten Bell, Kristen Bell, whoops, Raquel Welch, <laughs> Rob Codry, Rob Riggle, and Eugenio Derbez. Is he the Latin lover? He is the Latin lover. Well, he's the one how to be. He's the one learning how to be a Latin lover. Will he be a Latin lover by the end of the film? Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I have to assume he will be. I feel like he's going to actually find true love. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he'll, like, someone will be like, he truly was a the Latin lover. Squad. Oh, what? No. World oh, credits. <laughs> if this movie turns out any other way, I don't want to go see it. I don't want to see we're, it. We're some kind of... With some kind of Latin lover squad. squad. Guys, can you see that's, why I didn't the end want to do this anymore? Can you see why I started this segment being like, no, I'm done. I'm done with upcoming movies. Well, when is when is Guardians? Is that next, next week, week or two weeks? Next week. Well, there we go. Do you buy a ticket yet, Drake? No, we'll have to talk about that after. Because I, I won't be able to go on Thursday. Guys, let's move on to the What Have You Been Watching segment this week. Uh, I watched nothing. I watched, I watched <laughs> the cable. Things. The cable is cut at my school, so... I, I watched Gross Point Blank and Dr. Strangelove for our Gateway to Cinema. So I can't really talk about either of them right now. All right, if you want to hear his thoughts on Dr. Strange Love yeah. and some of mine, just listen to that Gateway to Cinema. We episode. haven't even recorded it yet. We might we might We be haven't recorded it yet, but it will be exists. out before this one. Who knows? Okay, Aaron. What else is that all you watched as well? I mean, yeah, I wa- I watched our Netflix book club movie and then it was just it was a busy week for me. I watched some more episodes of Troll Hunters. Mm-hmm. Still enjoying it. It's you know, it's just Nice, family-friendly, well-animated television. And then, I don't know, I watched, like, 
the episodes of Arrow and Supergirl that I hadn't caught up on yet. But that was it. I did watch one thing. What was it? I watched the season finale of Trial and Error. And let me just tell you, if this show does not get a season two... It won't. It won't. But I'll be pretty upset because it ended so strong that I'm like, this needs to continue. The end was perfect. Everything that had built up to it, I was like, this is... This is a great show. So, one can hope. It's clever. It's smart. I mean, the fact that they were doubling up episodes and then just, like, yeah. burning them off so quickly, it was, it's not going to get a second season. Like, the, I don't understand why, but they didn't even give it a chance. No. But we have one whole season of great television from that show. So, there we go. I might still check it out if it hits like a streaming service. Mm-hmm. You know, just might be worth it even if it only lasted oh, one it, season. It wraps up perfectly. There's no like loose ends or anything because I think what they wanted to do was have each season be a trial, like one case, and then just kind of mm-hmm. stretch it that way. So, <sighs> yeah. Anyway. So, I watched the Netflix Butt Club movie and then. I watched Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. It has some pretty good episodes this week. Um, watched an episode of when they get lost in the parking garage yes. for the car. Yes, I love that episode <laughs> so much. It was a pretty good episode. And oh, like, God. And, uh, and uh, Kramer's just Kramer's like, why, why don't you just pee? <laughs> why don't you just go pee over there? He's got the AC unit. And then, oh, like... Oh, God. Uh, and then, um, when they... they Elaine's like, oh, will you drive me to find my car? And, and then, like, finally she finds someone, and then, like, a minute later, Scientology, man. Like, he just, like, insults this woman. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, yeah. And what else? And then um, there was also the Subway episode that I just mm-hmm. watched, which was pretty good as well, when they all had their own, uh, like, little separate stories about what the, they all mm-hmm. wanted to go do in the Subway. I'm I'm enjoying it more because it's kind of finding its footing. It's kind of thinking like, okay, this is what we want to do. Like, like we're gonna go with this story because all of these like episodes are like things that Larry David has done, which is I think is hilarious. Like, <laughs> now, so you're but, probably gonna check out Curb Your Enthusiasm after this one. Not not point, right at, not right after, some, but yeah. Like but like my my dad does own all of Curb Your Enthusiasm as well, so. Yes, I will probably get to it. Now, if it keeps going on, on the up and up, which what, I assume it is. What season are you on? I'm in season three. I have five more episodes in season three. Okay. Okay. And then I'll be on season four. <laughs> Before Whoa, we... crazy how that works out. <laughs> Before we move on to the next thing on your list, David, I just wanted to remind you guys, we're getting a new season of BoJack Horseman at some point this summer. Oh my god! I just want I you all to realize how amazing that's going to be. Why? Why are you reminding us of this? Because now? I just because reminded Aaron, myself the other my, uh, day, and I was my so good excited. friend, my good friend Shakira. Shout out to Shakira who listens to our podcast and Hello, loves Shakira. our podcast. She started BoJack Horseman because um, she listens to us and we talk about it. She's like, yeah. 
started it so that I never knew I could care about a horse this much. I'm like, yep, that's why it's exactly what you should feel. Good for you. And, and also, but yeah, so thank you, Shakira, for listening. Wet Hot American yes. Summer Season 2. So just want to point that out. Getting both. Oh, we're just like bumping out Netflix originals. I'm bumping on Netflix because I just remembered. I was like, Bojack Horseman should be coming back soon. I'm like, oh yeah, that was last summer that season three came out. Oh my god, it's so close. And then I'm like, wonder when Wet Hot American Summer is ever gonna come out again. They're like, yeah, basically at some point in the summer. I'm like, yeah. I was like, whoa, losing my mind. So David, what else you got on your list? Um, and then all I have left is literally. Um, two episodes of It's Always Sunny that I watched. Mm-hmm. I watched The Gang Gets Invincible. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, great one. Yeah, Green Man, he's tripping, tripping on acid. I'm Frank tripping on acid. I don't know. I'm just dying. He's like, yeah. And then he just, he's got Frank with a gun, just always like, he's so nonchalant with it. What? Yeah. And they're like, oh, Frank, what are you doing? Stop it right now. The one what? I watched just the way recently. the gang handles it just makes me laugh. The one I watched recently because my sister is watching through all of it, and I'll just watch it whenever she's home with her. And she was watching the one where they give Frank an intervention, and that's where they're like, "You might want to bring a gun. Just bring a gun because he always has his gun." You know, if we all had Every, guns, yeah. I feel like that would really work for us. Like that would probably be the best if we all had a piece that we could carry with us. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. I, so I watched the gang gets invincible, and then uh, the gang gets extreme home makeover edition, and I was dying. Like I, I remember I love that episode, and just the whole Mexican family. I was like, oh, like gotta make you guys American, and like they're she stabs a uh, Frank with the scissors. I, 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 way I was too dying. dying. <laughs> like. The early seasons are very good as well. Like that whole series is just solid. It's pretty consistent. I mean, like there's obviously highs and lows. But... Yeah, I agree. There's highs and lows in episodes, but like, because you know, well, like season... on on a whole, there's usually enough solid in a season to keep it fairly consistent. Oh yeah, which I feel like is hard nowadays for like TV shows to do that. I don't know necessarily. Oh yeah, I can, it's very rare. That I can think of a show that's like that consistent, especially like a, a comedy show like yeah. that, like one that's not like a drama like Breaking Bad or The Wire or something. Because uh, Breaking Bad had a specific story, it's like this is what we're doing, like this is the plane, and they're just kind of like, yeah, whatever happens, happens, let's start rolling. I'm like, yep, I love you guys. Is, is Breaking Bad the one where someone puts a no, chip in his yeah. head? No, nope. and then he starts nope. making mess. Stop. Is that the one? I can't remember. You're not allowed to watch Breaking Bad. I can't remember no. anymore. <laughs> All right. Oh, so I, I, wait, I watched Prison Break as well. How is it going? So many emotions. Like I just, I want to talk about it, but I can't because like, you guys just have to watch Prison Break. Like it's great. Now here's the thing. Things are happening. Things are happening. Once this week is done, summer starts. Uh-huh. Got to power through Rick and Morty. Got to power through Great Game of Thrones. How's that Black Mirror going? Oh, shoot. I completely forgot I was watching <laughs> Black Mirror. I'll watch Black Mirror. And then I'm going to restart so, X-Files. I'm going to do it. Nice. I got to do it. I got to do it. They announced season 11. 
I don't remember where I left off, so I'm like, I'll just start over. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. I left so off in I season counted, four. So no, I no. counted five shows that you're going to start and finish. Yeah, we'll see how that goes, actually. Because it's knows? the summer. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> Guys, let's move on to the Netflix book club. What, what? The penultimate version of mm-hmm. Netflix book club. Let's talk about this week's movie, guys. Aaron, would you like to lead us into it? Yes. This is the segment where we all sit down, we watch a movie that is available on Netflix streaming, and then we talk about it in depth with spoilers. Mm-hmm. And this week's movie, chosen by Lacey, so this is all on him, Gross Point Blank. Believe me, I was hired to kill you, but I'm not going to do it. Either because I'm in love with your daughter or I have a newfound respect for life. That punk is either in love with that guy's daughter or he has a newfound respect for life. And I'll oh, take the it. W, everyone. Woo! Yeah! Jacob hey, Aaron good seems one. very hesitant. I didn't hate it. I hate you. It was okay. <laughs> I, I see. You finish. I, I feel like there were a lot of solid moments. Like, I, I was really loving it for, like, the first ten minutes or so. But I didn't really care for, like, the romantic aspect of it. I felt like it got so too like bogged down in, like, this so overly like sentimental high school reunion romance. As opposed to the more absurd Hitman storyline, which was far more interesting. Hmm. My thoughts. I... I enjoyed this movie. I don't know why. I thought I thought just a lot of the scenes were just like ridiculous. Like in like hit the act. What's his name? I'm John Cusack. Thank you, John Cusack. You're just like way way in his element or out of his element. I don't know what it could be either. But Who like knows what part like of that one performance. <laughs> like I like I agree the. Um, the romance wasn't like really my thing, but the fact, like, just when he was in the diner, and the other, like, the whole diner scene when they both like had their guns. When Dan like, Aykroyd comes in, yeah, that yeah, was a great Dan, scene. <laughs> like they had him like one under the napkin and one's like in the paper bag, and then like they set him down. I like just some of the. Dynamics. When he's like ordering the omelet. Oh, dude! Yes, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> what do you want? Your omelet? It's like nothing. <laughs> no cheese. <laughs> It's like, that's not an omelet. I don't want to sit here and argue semantics. Give me my omelet. I want the protein. I was like, yes! <laughs> Kill it. Yeah. Alright, so my thoughts. Let me just start out. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Let me just start out by saying, Joan Cusack is an American treasure. And she should be cherished as such. <laughs> There was just a, just a moment in this film. It's when she's like she's smoking and she's throwing the gasoline all over the office. I'm like, why, why don't we give Joan Cusack more work? Why? Dude, no, she's she's in Shameless. Is she really? Yeah, she's a mom. She's a mom of uh, she's hilarious in Shameless. Like she's uh, plays this mom who um is um a hypochondriac. He doesn't go outside, but like, and it's just like super overprotective. It's the funniest thing ever. She's really good. 
and Shameless. Now, so Dave, just another reason to watch Shameless. I don't know how much you know about Joan Cusack, so I don't know if I'm about to blow your mind here. But she's also Jesse in Toy Story. Oh, I thought you were going to say she's related to John oh, Cusack. Oh, yeah, she's John Cusack's sister. Little known fact. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't... I didn't know that... Um, that was her, but like now that you say that, I'm like, oh gosh, I can see her. Yeah. Like I, I see you can her. like see the resemblance, yeah. or like you can see her as just. I like I like I can like I just I just like imagine Jesse, like what? Like, oh, that's her voice, crap. Like yeah, she has a very sweet voice, and you know, we never we never cherish her as much as we should. This is the thing, and I'm gonna fight for Joan Cusack till the day I die. Now, well, what would you cast? Joan Cusack in. Shameless. Had everything. Just put her in everything. And, and everything? You can give her at least a big which, role. Which, which X-Men character oh would you God. cast Joan Cusack as? The, the new, um, the new Phoenix. Phoenix. She'd be perfect. There, there we go. Yeah, she'll be Jean That's Ray, how you save like, Dark Phoenix. Yeah. But you don't even have to put her as a prominent role. Just perks of being a wallflower that. Just put her in the end and be like, here you go, here's Joan Cusack. Why? <laughs> like, what? getting George Cusack now. I don't care. She's amazing. <laughs> well, we need to team her up with Matthew Broderick in like actors who just will like show up randomly two hours into a movie yes. for one scene. Now here's the thing. And with no explanation. It might be difficult because Joan Cusack, to my knowledge, has not killed anyone. So. <laughs> no, but. It might be difficult. Anyway, my thoughts on the movie. Um, I absolutely liked this movie i don't know if i'd go so far as to say loved but i i enjoyed nearly every moment of it i thought the odd like the the weird take on the going home style of story was perfect to me um just the way they they subvert and uh throw new twists on every every aspect of the story um was great i love when my favorite scene in the whole movie is when he's going into the convenience store and uh, mm -hmm. the kid is playing Doom and he has like his headphones in and he's like, can't hear. I'm like, I know it's an overdone trope now, but also this was 1997, so I'm going to give them some points for creativity at this. <laughs> but uh, just the whole gunfight that's going on behind him and, you know, he sees the potato in the microwave and just that slight moment you that, see. That's, wait, wait, wait. That, that's not a potato. It's not? What is it? The C4. That wasn't C4, was it? That that sure. wasn't a potato. Was a, you can that's that's, that's like the that's like the putty. Like How the are thing. we getting a potato and C4 confused? Like, that's oh, like that the was putty the putty. Like, I'm like, I don't know potatoes. Maybe they're super dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> you thought a potato blew up the entire store? The movie is not that absurd. <laughs> it wasn't even a twice baked potato. It was oh. like a potato. I don't know. I saw like wires in the potato, and I'm like, oh man, someone rigged that potato to explode. I don't know. <laughs> was it even any butter, sour cream on? No, it's like the, it's like gray. It's got wires sticking out of Dude, it. That's like I didn't, C4. You don't get a long look at it. What I was getting to was John Cusack's face. He's looking at it, and he's like, 
And then he, he's just like, oh, God, that's a bomb. He thought it was a potato, too. <laughs> I don't think that's what happened. But, um, so it's not a potato, everyone. I like the whole dynamic between... Um, What's the, what's the second guy's name? I'm sorry, I'm off. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Like at the very end of the movie, oh, when yeah. um they're they're shooting at each other, they're like having the conversation. He's like, "Hey, like about a bullet, want to throw me your gun?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." Like hundred grand, he throws him the gun, and like he's about to shoot him, but he hits him with the TV. I just like the whole like back and forth they've had all movie was well, pretty well done. In and my even opinion. the scene right before that when they're shooting each other, then the cops bust down the door and they're like, oh! And they both, <laughs> they just, start firing they both just turn it on Lola. <laughs> oh my god, I was dying. <laughs> this is too I bad. also really love the the first scene between uh John Cusack and then Alan Arkin. Yeah. With as the psychiatrist. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was pretty funny too. <laughs> He's just like, I'm really committed to this process and it like it seems like you don't want to engage with me. He's like, I, it's like I told you four four times in what my profession is. Like, he's like, I know where you live. I was like, oh god, yeah. yeah, I know where you live. Line is hilarious. He's like, no, I, see I, that I, that was meant to hurt me. That was make, meant to make me feel bad. <laughs> I want I wanted more. I wanted more Alan Arkin. Yeah, well, not I lo- enough. I love the way they end the the arc of his character not like arc but i like the way they take his character out of the movie though he's just like unplugging the phone he's like oh god why <laughs> he won't leave me alone uh i don't know man i like the movie i, I you know i'm at, i enjoy i enjoyed it i did not expect to enjoy it at all i don't know why but because like it was like oh it's a love story it's like oh it's uh, not like really a love, love story though. There's it like is, moments. yeah, yeah, it is, because that's what Aaron is bog is bogging it down with. Oh, All the love. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know. As soon as like he enters like the radio station and he starts talking to Minnie Driver, I don't remember any character's name from this film, but you didn't. Like I don't know. That it scene? just, it didn't. It wasn't very interesting at that part. Oh my god, it was still. So that's the whole like, oh, why did you abandon me on prom night? It's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. And then you get to the end, and he's like, yeah. oh, it's because like I had a psychopath for a father or something like they try to shoehorn in this whole tragic backstory thing that just doesn't really work yeah i don't know i thought it worked i did like how he was trying to like to defend himself at the very end like it worked it worked at the very end because you know he was emotionally involved with her and she like saw him kill the guy and then he so he saved the dad and then like he threw upstairs and he's like trying to explain like his life while he's like killing everyone. He's like, I mean, like, I think I think that well, ending was really great when it's like the father's just like, you have my blessing, and then they, they yeah. like, just go off together. But I think that it's like such a kind of like out there conclusion that I would think the the build up on their relationship had to be a bit more like absurd in a rush. sense. Yeah. But oh, one thing I'm gonna line. comment on. Oh, I love his line, and that's not an excuse; it's a reason. <laughs> like, I'm like, yep, that's. It's not line. an excuse; it's a reason. <laughs> I like that. Uh, uh, one thing that I thought was just downright crazy: the um, all the when when every bullet entered a body, the the body flailing. <laughs> Did you guys yeah, notice that? Like, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. Liter- literally, like. What if if a bullet grazed you? You were doing like some sort of like twitch. Like I was, I was cracking. I was like, okay, this mm-hmm. is way over the top, which yeah. is probably meant to be. But at the same time, I'm like, oh my god, what's happening right now? Also, <laughs> got to give it up for Michigan. 
Right, David? Yeah. Am I right? Good old Detroit. We're not, we're not turncoats. Ooh. We didn't abandon like Aaron. <laughs> I'm sorry, Aaron. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Also, I loved, I loved the whole uh, high school reunion scene. I thought that was great. They're, they're heading in. He's like, man, I wish I would have wore a skirt. Oh, man, I wish I would have brought my gun. <laughs> like, what? Oh, this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is good. And then just oh, their awkward interactions. Wait, wait, the whole... Yeah, that reminds me of the, of the policeman. And, like, when he's... um, I did really enjoy the policeman. Uh, when he goes with his buddy, the realtor buddy, and seeing the house, he just rolls up, he's like, oh, something wrong here? And then he's like, what, what could you kill a guy? He's like, oh, if you're, like, just basically looking suspicious, I could shoot you. He's like, huh, really? Like, and, like, the whole, the guy's, like, just, you know, paranoid, wants to do, wants to kill people. He's like, oh, yeah, like, I, don't know, I just thought, I thought he was a funny character. Yeah. And I, yeah, just that whole high school reunion scene I loved, I thought it was very, very true to how I think, if I ever go to a high school reunion, it would be, be like, oh yeah, hi, 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 yep, hi, okay. I was, hi, I was hi. actually thinking about what that. about all the blow? I was like, I, I wonder if we can truly appreciate this movie yet. Yeah, having like not been out of high school that, for that long, right? So maybe I don't know. Instead do, of going, you have to do a lot of instead of going to our high school reunion, I'll probably just watch this movie again. Yeah, I'll just yeah. be like. I like this better. This counts. Aaron, don't you want to see Jake and I there? Yeah. Wait, what? I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> if Aaron's going, then you have to go too. Wait, no, that's how does What that I didn't sense? sign up for this. <laughs> if I'm going, I don't want to deal with everyone by myself. So are you, are you go would you go? I don't even know if this is like something that people are actually planning. <laughs> yeah. Our, our senior our class whatever oh, is names. playing it. Class president is supposed to plan that or whatever. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm holding back all my now. actual thoughts. We should probably move on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that was gross point blank. Next week, got something special for your uh, grand finale of this segment here. Uh, we're gonna be talking about a little film called The Pacifier. Yeah. Starring Vin Diesel mm-hmm. and Lauren Graham. Don't forget oh, Lauren Graham. Oh yeah. The, the most classic of all the classics we have covered on this segment. We basically decided, guys, because David and I have seen this movie. We're familiar with this movie. We're, we're familiar with all of the Nazi imagery in it. Uh, <laughs> all of that. What? <laughs> I can't wait for you to see this movie. What did I sign up for, exactly? Um, all the Scientology references. Yeah. Um, but Aaron's never seen it. So we're excited True. to subject him to the ultimate torture that is the pacifier so guys join us on this journey with us i think you'll i think you'll maybe enjoy it you won't enjoy it but you'll enjoy watching it with us guys let's move on to the bad movie of the week aaron you got a little something for us this week was it my week? It certainly was. Do you not read the handouts anymore, Aaron? <laughs> what? It says it was David's week. Oh, it's David's week. Sorry. I don't read my own handouts. <laughs> <laughs> David, have you got a bad movie for us? It was my week? It was your week. <laughs> oh my God. David, what's your bad movie this week? Oh, my God. 
I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, give me my ball. Garbage day! Huh? No! Oh, it's not a good one. <laughs> my bad movie of the week is a little movie, or should I say, big movie, called Here Comes the Boom. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. yes. <laughs> who, now, who's seen Here Comes the Boom? Okay, okay, so here's the deal. Oh, my brother boy. has this game where he takes a group of friends, he goes into Walmart, they go to the $5 DVD bin, they reach their hand all the way down to the bottom, pull out a random movie, and have to buy and watch whatever they pull out. I love this game. <laughs> so, so we're at my cousin's house, and they're like, that sounds like fun. Let's go do this. And you know what movie we ended up with? Here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. <laughs> Question, with the game. So say you pull out a movie, and you guys have already seen it. Do you, do you, you double down? You, okay. No, you, you like, go into it, you one that. Crap. Here comes the boom again. I have like six copies of this now. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny if you had to like keep on buying copies of Here Comes the Boom. <laughs> over and over. I would love the game even more then. Um, so, also we are playing this game at some point together. <laughs> We're doing this. <laughs> so, I mean, in this movie, this uh, dad. He uh, he's in need of money, and so he decides to pick up cage it's, fighting. It's the, it's, yeah, it's the school. Like their music department yeah. is running out of funds, so he decides he to pick up get fighting. into MMA fighting. Yeah. And I just remember, like, it was just a lot of fat jokes, like thrown at him. James, I was like, "This, this is what it's, we're gonna it's go." It's a with? Kevin James movie. Yeah, it's yeah. I was like. Like, oh, yeah, I'm fat. Like, oh, yeah, I'm fat. And then, like, I'm pretty sure he got, like, hit one time. He farted. I'm like, oh, like, we're, this this is great comedy. And, oh, just, I don't, I don't understand why they decided that they needed to make this movie. Because they needed something to keep Kevin James, you know, satisfied until they made another Paul Blart Mall Cop movie. Or another Adam Sandler you know? movie. And like of course, we, we don't want him to get restless and like, you know, suddenly figure out like he doesn't want to be acting anymore, but like his dream is to like, I don't know, go and work in a shoe store somewhere. I don't know. And of course, it, it's it's the underdog story, so he's got he's always gets beat up in the beginning, but he's doing it for the kids. And then by the end of the movie he actually can put up kind of a fight, but in a funny manner. So it's not really like a real fight, but oh man, I remember. The, and there's a scene where he breaks the cage too, like the grout. What what happens to that scene, Aaron? Do you remember that or no? I don't think anything really happens beyond the fact that like he's picked he up just, and slammed down the grout and it breaks, right? and you're like, oh, that's that's a joke. Yeah. It's Aaron. a joke there. Yeah, Aaron. Yeah. Is there a Paul Blart Mall Cop three? Is that what you're telling me? Take back the shoe store comment. <laughs> uh, internet, Jacob works in a shoe store, if you're wondering. Um, it's, a, it's a mighty fine shoe store as well. Yeah. Um, so, Aaron, I was trying to find this, but it's been edited. What's been edited? 
the Wikipedia page. Do you remember? Oh, yes, I remember this. <laughs> Aaron, you probably know it better than me, so you go for it. No, I, I, I don't. I remember. Just explain it. Okay, it said something to the effect to the effect of some character played by that stoner guy who plays Shaggy in the Scooby Doo movies. Like it doesn't say his character, like his actual name, but it right, right. right. There were him. like this guy in the air. The Wikipedia page for Here Comes the Boom and the cast list. They had like something where it was like this guy who plays the guitar in the airport mm. is played by. That guy who plays that's Shaggy in the Scooby Doo movies, and that's what—that's exactly how they wrote it on the Wikipedia page. But then you go and watch the scene, and it's not not the him. Guy who Shaggy in the Sco- <laughs> so, but it was up there on the Wikipedia page forever. <laughs> uh. That's that's how much that's how little people care about this movie is that they let that Wikipedia page. Just kind of sit there mm-hmm. with that information. The thing is, I it blends together with Paul Blart, like because I, I want to say in this one, like he likes peanut butter or food or something. I'm like, well, that happens to Paul Blart. Like, I remember, I think he had a daughter. Do- Does he have a daughter in this yeah, one? Here's the problem with with I what you're saying so. already, guys. Is that Paul Blart's a good movie? So you're already wrong on that front, but. That's a battle. If that's a battle you're willing to lose, I'm gonna... <laughs> what? <sighs> my uh, my friend here at college really loves Paul Blart. Uh, he, he goes, yeah, I had no idea why, but I just love this movie. I can't I can't defend it. I can't say why. I just, no, I, you guys I just think like I'm it. I'm kidding, but I legitimately huh? like Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> no, he's not joking either. He no, at all. Me I know. Like, now, it's completely ironically, because we watch it every Christmas. Why is that your Christmas movie? It's not, our, it's not, it's not even Christmas. It's like Thanksgiving, because the movie takes place on Black Friday. But Why is that your Thanksgiving movie? I don't know, because it's not good. And I don't really like it. But for some reason, I always find myself watching it. Well, maybe next year, or this year, I suppose... You can convince them to watch this little movie called Here Comes the Boom. Me. Or Paul Add some Mark. Kevin Paul James Paul variety Martin. in your life. As much variety as Kevin James offers the world. How about Kevin Which is done. He's the president in Pixels. That's some, that's some variety. Guys, let's move on. I mean... Or not. I'd take a president Kevin James at this point. <laughs> oh my god. Is Pixels hashtag way too relevant now? Is that where we've it is. is The that... movie needs, a, you know, yeah, a critical re- reevaluation in light of recent <laughs> events. We need to go back. We need to discover the genius that is the Pixels. Genius. And remember, uh, it's not Iwata. I don't remember. I don't know who who created uh, who created uh, Pac Man, but. Uh, he dies. Pac-Man eats him. You remember that? I do remember that. His own his own child ate him. I also remember the part where like Josh Gad has Qbert babies. Yeah. Yeah, that got that got through somehow. <laughs> <laughs> they allowed that. They allowed that to be in a movie. 
that exists. They they made this movie. Guys, let's move on to the fault in your stars. Oh, okay. I don't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. That's fine. I get that, but you're wrong and I hate you. This week I have the review, and it's a, it's a doozy. It's a five-starer. Guys, right. The, 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 the review starts with right. Right. Okay. Can I just say that Blank is one of the best yet most terrifying films I've ever watched? There is so many twist turns you do expect rarely happen, and if they do, it's not what you expect them. The ending takes the hardest left turn I have ever seen. It definitely wasn't the best ending I have ever seen, but it did fit with the film. I genuinely would recommend it to anyone who is interested in horror, etc. You will definitely enjoy it. I feel like all we have to go on is that it's a horror film. And that it's not... Well, that it's good, but There's hard left turns. There's twists. It's terrifying. Is it crank? It's a, it's a I mean, there's a lot of driving and crank. From, <laughs> crank. It's a, it's a, here's another review. It's a brilliant follow-up. Jump scares, a bit of a twist, spot on. For some, the fact we could actually see blank for a moment was disappointing. They could easily do without revealing, but it doesn't ruin anything. So, it is sequel... It, it's Blair Witch, isn't it? Yeah, it's Blair Witch. It's, it's the 2016 Blair Witch. This is one of my favorite reviews we've ever written. <laughs> right. Can I just say that Blair Witch is one of the best yet most terrifying eye that you wouldn't expect in the things that you do rarely <laughs> expect happen? And if they do, it's not when you expect them. <laughs> what? <laughs> the ending. What? Take the hardest left turn I have ever seen. <laughs> Guys. Hilarious. It is hilarious. The hardest. Hilarious. The hardest. Guys, you got a pretty short episode this week. It's only an hour and ten minutes. But if you want to find us around the internet, guys, you can find David at DBEX15 on Twitter. That's two S's DBEX15. Go view him on there. I don't know. If you want to find Aaron around the internet, you can find him at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. Uh, this clever blog name's already taken on Tumblr. If you want to find me, Jacob Lacey, around the internet, you could find me at Jake Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr. It's Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. No, don't let me confuse you. And of course, if you want to find the podcast, you can follow us on uh, on uh, SoundCloud, on iTunes. Also, oh, we have yeah. a Facebook page now, guys. <laughs> you can follow us. You can like us on Facebook. It's Reboot already underway on Facebook. We're going to be posting stuff there, of course. If you season like two is coming. Season two is coming. Guys, I feel like Everything's we haven't really talked about that the show's going to be in seasons because I didn't even think about it until a couple days ago. So, uh, But yeah, so season one is almost done. Guys, we have like two shows left, I think. So uh, it's pretty exciting. Um, and if you want to find us on Twitter, you can find us at Reboot already on, on Twitter. Uh, guys, you know, this is something... We haven't asked you to do yet, but we're going to ask you to do it right now. If you've been listening to the show, if you've been enjoying the show, whether you've been listening on SoundCloud or iTunes, go over to iTunes, leave us a review, five stars. You know what? Make it five stars. 
You know what? Because we all are five make star it, men. We're five star make it men. Four stars. Make, make whatever, it four stars. Whatever you Aaron. feel comfortable with. Like, share our page, because it means a lot to us, and we really appreciate it. We do, yes. But also, no one-star reviews. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise I'll tell you, you the name of the Bye Bye Man. Yeah. Oh, damn, Aaron, no. Oh, man. I, 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 <laughs> um, no, yeah, for sure, guys. you on the fault in your stars, and maybe we'll tell one of you one day. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> guys, um... For real, thank you for listening these this almost past year. Um, so if you have been listening that whole time, for sure, leave us a review. It really will help us uh, get s- some more visibility on iTunes. Um, reviews are pretty important on there. So if you made it to the end and you're listening to this, please leave us a review. Um, uh, you know, it could be a bad one if you want. I don't really care. I do care. I care immensely. Uh, <laughs> Also, uh, something we never really asked, but uh, of course, if you want to help us get more viewed on SoundCloud, SoundCloud, you can also like the podcast there um, and leave comments, which we haven't really ever talked about either. You know, engage with us. We'd love to talk to you. We're here. We we listen to the podcast every week. We go through. We would love to talk. Guys, join us next week as we talk about our final Netflix book club movie. Pass bye bye man. Nope, pacifier. Of course we will. Bye bye man. No. <laughs> Guys, thank you the joke listening. will never die, Lacey. <laughs> we'll see you again next week. Just like the bye bye man. Goodbye.